Hello and welcome to the Grace on Fire show. I'm your host, Carrie Stanley. I'm a mom of twin boys, a nature lover, a travel adventure junkie, and the founder of the Grace on Fire movement. First, I want to say thank you for tuning in here. I'm on a mission to support women to live a fully aligned life that is on fire through nature, soul-fulfilling retreats. I'm bringing this show to life to share the many stories of others and my own of what truly following the God whispers really looks like. I'm a big believer that we can step into the life that we are being called to and that the journey looks different for each and every woman. In the show, you'll learn powerful lessons, learn a variety of tools, hear from different faith backgrounds, and hear the real backstories in all different stages of what it really looks like to step out in faith and live a life that is grace on fire. Let's tune in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Grace on Fire. Thanks so much for tuning in have a really important message for you today, and I'm excited to share it with you. And before we jump into that, I want to share a really amazing opportunity that came up. I am one of 14 speakers that has come together through Karina Stewart, who's a dear friend of mine. She is a seven-figure entrepreneur, and she is a big believer in wealth, spirituality and alignment. And she created a masterclass with 14 amazing women, all on the topic of elite coaching. And if you've never had coaching in your life, I will tell you, it has been a game changer for me because it is someone who can reveal my blind spots because sometimes we don't see ourselves as well as other people can see us. Plus, it is someone who is aligned to the goals that I have and also has a path to get you there. And so I currently have coaches for my strength and nutrition. I have coaches for my business. I have coaches for my running. I have coaches for different areas of my life, and they change based off of the season that I am in. And so Having elite coaching in my life has literally been a game changer. And I have had a coach or multiple coaches for the last nine years. And it is something that has definitely paved the way and always been worth the investment. So the investment for this, though, is absolutely free. And it is a masterclass of these 14 amazing women that are going to help you elevate your wealth, your income and your influence. And I am bringing to the table a masterclass specifically on leading the way through grit and grace and honoring that you get to have a life, you get to have fulfillment on the journey as you make an impact. Because if you just had what the external world looks like, looks at as success measures, we find over and over and over that it leaves us empty and unfulfilled. So I am the voice of the reminder that you get to have a life, that you get to have an amazing life, that you get to create extraordinary adventure and you get to be fulfilled along the way. So tune in to the link that I put in the show notes so that you can get signed up for free. It starts next week and runs for a full 14 days with all 14 speakers. And I absolutely know you will find great value in that. So let's dive into today's message. 
I have gotten a lot of messages lately, whether it is clients I'm in conversations with or people that are sending me messages and they ask this question. And this question is, do you ever get down? Do you ever have a moment where you are in self-doubt? Do you ever have a moment where you are in a bad mood? Do you ever have those kind of moments? And I wanted to specifically time this episode with this message because if you follow me on social media, you will have you may have noticed that I talked a little bit about it being my five years of my freedom bursary, which was five years ago. I took the leap of faith just a couple of days ago. It would have been my five year freedom bursary on March 30th. And it was when I took a leap of faith and went full-time into entrepreneurship. And when I say leap of faith, I mean leap of faith. Like it was, oh my gosh, I'm a single mom with twin boys. I have a, like a lifestyle, meaning like my house and some different things like that, that I had not replaced my income at that point. Nowhere close in my business compared to what my corporate career had. And I was determined to create a life for my boys that was abundant and also one that was super fulfilling with me on this passion. And I felt called to take this leap of faith, even though I didn't feel ready, but I knew I needed to burn the boats. I knew I needed to put some pressure under myself because what I knew was I was staying in a pattern of comfort and complacency. And that wasn't going to work. My business was kind of operating over on the side. And I just, I could feel that something was calling me out, like to, to walk on the water, to step out of the boat, to get, to get um, really uncomfortable because it was in that space that I knew that I would really grow and I would find out what I was made of. Now, that's not the path for everyone. I very much felt the calling from God to say, I like take the leap of faith. Like you, you get to do this and it's time. That's another story for another day. And so I took the leap of faith and the, the, that was five years ago. And every year I take a day to reflect, to celebrate the freedoms that have been created any experience that intuitively I want to spend that day celebrating. And I always reflect and I always post on Facebook. And I say always until this year, because literally this year, I just, I was like, I get to do it different. And I wasn't feeling it. I was noticing all the emotions that were coming up for the five years And there was a part of me that got to go through a multitude of emotions. And I noticed that there was a part of me that was angry. I was angry because some of the things that I wanted, some of the things that I had expectations around, some of the things that I desired hadn't happened yet. And so I was disappointed. I was frustrated. And there was a part of me that was sad. There was a part of me that was sad that I hadn't created some of the things that I had promised. And even some things that I had promised my kids several years back that they don't even want anymore, but because I had promised them several, several years back and it never happened. There was a part of me that was just sad that I didn't keep my word. And that it was something that I couldn't go back and 
and, and change, you know, of course we can change things going forward, but I just noticed there was a part of me that was kind of down on myself. And also when I'm in those stages, and I think this is really important for all of you to hear, because when people are asking the question, do you ever get down? I am one of those that I share my stories on Facebook of, or Instagram or whatever of when it's not always easy, but it's interesting because when we look at someone else's life, we tend to dismiss those things. We tend to not like pretend like we didn't hear them. And we like to tell ourselves stories that were separate or different or something like that than other people. But the truth is, is everyone, everyone that you are following, everyone that you are coming into contact with, everyone is having down moments. Everyone is having days where they might feel defeated. Everyone, no matter who they are, what they're up against, what they're creating, no matter how amazing their life is, it wouldn't be life if you're not going through those moments. And matter of fact, the more successful people are, the more, more of those moments they actually have. And they have taught themselves how to move through those moments and have them not stop them. But it's, it would be delusional for us to look at other people and really actually think that they don't have those moments. And so today I wanted to talk specifically about a couple things that I got to move through in a couple moments and also share some tips of what do you do when you are in those moments? Because it's easy to get caught up. And what happens is, is we get out of alignment of our true self. And one of the things that I'm going to be focusing on for the Grace on Fire community for that's uh, my paid community that people can be uh, that are we're creating together that we are, that there is resources in there for growth and connection and impact and, and uh, spiritual adventure leadership. And that community, we're focusing fully on alignment. And I'm also going to be bringing some resources here and some free workshops so that you can get really aware and attuned to, am I in alignment or am I not? And so we don't want to look at the days that I that we're not in alignment or days that are maybe a down days or a down hour or something like that and say, oh my gosh, like every, we get to throw everything in the trash. But they are days that they are waking us up to something that gets to change, something that's not working. So we actually get to see them as a gift. And so what I will notice and something that I have trained myself to is when I'm in those moments, I don't try to stop them you know, like a fast going train. I don't just suddenly try to like stop it and turn it around because that would create havoc. It is allowing for the emotions that are running full steam to actually like run through. Like imagine a toddler having a temper tantrum. If you try to intervene and you try to stop them, it makes it worse it makes it so much worse. And then you end up getting into it with them. And then we get in the energy with them. And when you just kind of let that, let it go and kind of diffuse out, you'll notice they actually move through it pretty quickly. And then it's gone. It's gone because all that energy has moved out. So I have now accepted that that, that is actually part of our emotional process. I don't let it run me. I don't let it define me, but I do allow it. And so where are you trying to stop it, stuff it, 
um, and ignore it, like paint over it rather than allowing it and actually normalizing it and then just not staying stuck in it. And that's the key. Like how long do I stay stuck in it matters. And so, so really looking at, I get to feel my feelings. I get to move through them. I'm a big believer in when I've got a ton of energy moving through me, I look at how do I get to get moving for it to have a place to go. Whether that is I go out for a run and sometimes on those runs, I cry. Like I let myself cry. I let whatever emotions come up, come up and move through. I don't necessarily try to just shut them off because I've learned that that only makes it worse. And at some point, at some point, they will build up in the pressure cooker and they will come out at a time that I don't actually want them to. And so giving them the freedom that they aren't wrong, they're part of my process, they don't get to run me, but they do get to move through me and I do get to honor them. So sometimes it's going for a run, getting out in nature. Um, letting myself cry. Sometimes I will scream in my car if it's like, if I can really feel like that energy building up and it just needs to go somewhere. Wendy and I talked about this on a a past interview when she was talking about times with her husband where she's got to like get all of this, all of these things. She's got to say all of the things that aren't going to make sense that are, you know, maybe all the mean things she's thinking about herself or saying, or those types of things, she's just got to get it out. And then there's space to cry and laugh and be held. And, and she lets herself do that. And so I do the same thing. And so sometimes it's calling a friend. Sometimes it is um, screaming in the car. Sometimes it is going for a run and letting myself cry. Sometimes it is journaling and like getting out on paper, everything that I'm actually like truly getting out what's going on in my head instead of like ignoring that it's there. And so honoring that that space is actually there is critical. And at the same time, you can be a witness to what is happening in your head. I actually went to go speak to a group a couple of weeks ago, and I woke up in that morning. And in that morning, I felt like the biggest failure, the biggest imposter. There were things in my life that were not going very well. In a couple of days before that, I was using all of it of evidence of I'm not good enough. I was like saying the meanest things to myself. I mean, like the meanest things to myself saying I'm not worth anything because I haven't created this one result totally ignoring other things that I'd created. Like you guys, we get so mean to ourselves. And so I didn't shut it off. I let myself feel it. I cried and I went through it. And at the same time, I was a witness to it. And I was in curiosity and I was in a noticing. And I just was like, wow, Carrie, that's interesting that you're saying this to yourself right now. Like I just was really a witness to it. I didn't make it wrong. And I also knew I got to get it together because I was going in to speak and I felt confident in the speaking piece. I felt confident in what I was going in, but I also knew carrying that out wasn't, um, carrying that into the room was not going to serve them. It wasn't going to serve me, but I didn't make how I was feeling before wrong. So I allowed myself to get it out. That's the first thing. Get it out in whatever way you can and don't make it wrong. 
be a witness to it. Notice how you treat yourself. And again, don't make it wrong. Simply honor and accept that that's what is there. And then you ask yourself, where do I get to go now? Where do I get to go now? And sometimes it is, ooh, there's something here and I get to look at this later and I get to intentionally create some space on this. But in this moment, here's what I need. And sometimes I will ask myself, what does my body and my heart actually need right now? And I will actually ask that question because sometimes I'm needing a little extra sleep. Sometimes I'm needing a good cry. Sometimes I'm needing to eat like something that my body's actually asking, like truly asking for. And I just get to tune in and ask those questions. Sometimes I've noticed if I haven't been having fun and, and adventures, because that's one of my core values, I get to take a day off and go have fun and get back into alignment of who I am. Like these are clues for us that something is off. It doesn't mean it's wrong, but it is clues for us to get back on to the track that is aligned for us. So if that is the case, I get to say yes to those things. And so I will do a curiosity with myself. Where am I out of alignment? What does my body and my heart want right now? And I give myself permission to give it. What is, what am I fighting right now? And then here's something that was the best question that I learned a couple of weeks ago from a dear friend and mentor of mine. And she asked this question, why is it actually great that this is happening right now? Or why is it actually great that this thing that I want or desire hasn't happened yet? And it has you move into a curiosity with yourself that's not defeating. It's not like, why am I not good enough? Those types of things. It is in a curiosity state that allows you to step into a, a possibility energy and actually why something not happening is actually really could be good for you. Maybe it is you seeing where you have a gap of something that you haven't been focusing on. Maybe it is where you're being called to be even more resourceful or believe in your faith in an even bigger level because you will only believe into it for a certain point. And then if it doesn't happen by then, then you try to take control and you try to take it back. And then you end up uh, sabotaging out of your own protection, like asking yourself, why is this here for me? What do I get to learn from it? And why is it actually a great thing that this is either happening or hasn't happened for me yet is a great question. I always like to look at uh, possibilities in those moments. And I like to look at where have I not been authentic with my truest self? And when I start feeling off or feeling down or feeling any of those things, then that's one of the questions that I also like to journal on because I'm a big believer that we are all here to walk this path in our own unique, authentic way because God has designed us, has curated us in such a way 
that is so unique and so special to us that when we're trying to walk someone else's, else's path and in their way is usually when we get frustrated because we're trying to either copy someone else's results or lives or shoulds or expectations or something like that, that we are out of balance and out of character with our truest, highest, authentic self. And we're not necessarily living according to our values and our gifts. And so I like to use those times, those moments to one, give myself grace and just notice, am I trying to be perfect? Am I trying to make or force something to happen? Um, Am I addicted to not feeling worthy? Am I addicted to not feeling worthy? And one of the things is, and I know that one's like, oh my gosh, like, ugh. I had a coach tell me one time that I was addicted to drama. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I was like, I am so, like, n- people would not, I'm like the pinnacle of calm, like the pinnacle of calm and have been the like most of my life. Not only that, people come to me in times of drama because I am so calm. And my coach, again, back to great coaches, help you with the blind spots. And my coach said to me, exactly, you're not drama, but you're addicted to being the calm in other people's drama that you are calling it in on a regular basis. So we get addicted to something that makes us feel comfort, that makes us feel familiar, that sometimes makes us feel needed. And so sometimes we go into a cycle of self-defeat or self-doubt or self-sabotaging you know, sabotaging because there's a feeling of familiarity there. And so sometimes it's just an honest check-in with myself to say, ooh, What pattern am I recreating here that I actually no longer need? And when I can sit with it and feel it and see it and then actually make a decision that I actually don't need this anymore. I don't need to sit in it anymore. And sometimes it's a punch in the gut, you guys. It's a punch in the gut. But again, it is a a calling forth of out of alignment of highest self because our highest self doesn't operate in that way. We'll have an ego version of ourselves that is, that is addicted to that because we're getting something from it. And sometimes that's hard to hear, but it's like, man, there were times in my life where I was blindly not seeing that I was addicted to something that was was paying off for me and the fact that it made me feel needed but it was also creating a level of chaos that I didn't really need to have in my life anymore. And so I got to get really clear of noticing, gosh, when I do look at it, when it's cleared up in one area of my life, I'll create it somewhere else because that is a pattern of familiarity that gives me a sense of being needed. And so that is something that I get to do a tune in and a check-in whenever that might show back up. And so So we all have moments, we all have performance times where things aren't going 
going the way that we want to. And the last thing that I want to bring to this, because I think it's super, super important, is when you can, one, look at where do I get to get back into alignment? Where do I get to honor the things that I value the most? Where do I get to start being in such a way that is authentic and use these times for that? I also like to just quickly ask myself the question of, one, if I have a word of the year, I always like to ask myself, how is it showing up for me right now? And so my word of the year this year is beyond. And so I always like to look at where is this helping me grow beyond Meaning sometimes it's been a little bit, but this year I've set myself up for a lot of bit. <laughs> and so sometimes the a lot of bit gets to be a deeper level of uncomfort that then is going to catapult me forward because I'm going for beyond growth in every area of life. And that just doesn't mean forward. That means backwards and forwards because it takes both to create the contrast. We can't have one side without the other. And I love this analogy that I talk about all of the time lately, that if you listen to Colin O'Brady and the podcast that he did, it was about unlocking your, is about conquering your Everest and unlocking your full potential. And what he talked about is most of us are living our lives on a scale of one to 10 between a four and a six. And the reason that we're living between a four and a six is because we are so afraid of the ones in our life and we are in massive protection of not feeling a one or not experiencing a one. And not only that for ourselves, but also for those around us. Like for example, we don't want our kids to experience a one in their life. And so all the things we're doing to try to manipulate and control and save them from that. But for all of us, we are trying to live between a four and a six to avoid the ones, yet we desire the tens in our life. But we can't get the tens without the ones. Because it's got to be the full contrast that ha that it's like actually a universal law that the full contrast creates creates the the fullness of life. And so, if we're so afraid of ones, that means we're keeping ourselves also from the tens. And so, we live on autopilot of trying to just control this small little world that exists between a four and a six. And when we will give ourselves permission to live the ones, it does not mean that we will actually even have to experience the ones, but we get to give ourselves the fullness of the potential that we could experience a one in order to give ourselves the 10. And then not only that, that level of ones and tens will expand and expand and expand and expand because that's part of the growth. It's part of the infinite. It's part of, it's the part of you that did something really uncomfortable. And then you're like, oh my gosh, okay. That made me want to throw up. I didn't even think I could do that, but I did that. There were some parts that were like painful or uncomfortable or made me want to throw up, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. And then there was something really great that happened on the other end of that. And then now you have an even greater level of capacity. You have an even greater level of awareness. It's kind of like you just moved 
to the next level in a video game, but you would have never been able to do that if you didn't give yourself permission to fall off the cliff every once in a while. And so, um, and so, and start back over. And that's, that's the way that it works over and over and over in life. So I always like to look at when I'm in that state of where am I still trying to control? And so I'm still trying to manipulate the parts so that I don't get hurt or don't be bold enough to get rejected or whatever it may be that I actually get to get greater uncomfortability and I get to take a risk. Where is that keeping me there? Because that's actually what's causing me to have the off days on a regular basis is because I'm wanting a 10 and it's not happening, but I haven't actually allowed myself the potential of experiencing the one. There's something that I'm avoiding. There's something that I'm protecting myself from. And so when I will just do the thing or allow myself to feel the thing, then something starts moving again. But protecting myself and staying in that little safe box is only gonna recreate those feelings over and 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 over again. So I wanted to share this episode with you today going into year six for me to let you know that it was a moment for me to reflect and say, this is a year that I'm ready to do some things even different. It's my next beyond. And I gave myself permission to grieve some things that hadn't happened the way that I wanted or expected. And that was part of the journey, but also at the same time, not having to post on Facebook that day and hold myself to some rule that wasn't serving me anymore. I was like, it's okay that I can take a few days and reflect and do those things. And so where are you potentially holding yourself to a rule in your life that you get to write new ones, that it's time to change things up, that it's time to change up your routine, that it's time to change up maybe even who you coach with, that it's time to change up your goals, that it's time to change up the way that you spend your time, that it's time to change things up and have them actually be more in alignment with who you authentically are. So today I wanted to give you permission to honor exactly where you are and how you're feeling and what you're experiencing, to honor and celebrate everything that you've created in your past is, is amazing. And to also celebrate and honor the things that haven't happened yet and why it's great that they haven't. So definitely tune into that specific question for you. And so on the heels of my five-year freedom bursary, I saw so many things that I've created that I'm excited for, that I'm celebrating myself for, and... I saw where there were some areas that I get to get into my next level alignment. Because the one thing that I don't want to do that I'm so clear on is that I don't want to be that person that is building a life that I'm not living my own work. And I was watching a a Joe Dispenza podcast the other day, interview with him. And he talked about how he grew this really big business and money was pouring in, clients were pouring in. It was extremely, extremely successful. 
But there was a moment where he realized he was unhappy. He realized even though there was all this outward success and things were looking amazing, he suddenly realized he was not in alignment with himself. He wasn't living his own work anymore. He didn't have time for his own work anymore. And what he did was he took a sabbatical. He literally shut, he canceled everything. And people told him he was crazy that he was going to lose so much money. But what he knew was that wasn't going to be in alignment for him for the long-term game. And so he was willing to take that risk. And he took like six months where he completely, um, he completely unpacked everything that had happened. He completely let himself feel who he'd turned into. He completely allowed himself the uncomfort of who he had become. And he honored all of the stages of it. And then what he did was he reemerged in a way that was like, what is the aligned version of me? And what is the aligned version of my company? And so he stepped into that as he came back into the work. And then he put some things in place to ensure that his values were anchored in the way that he lived his life, the way that he is running his company, the way that he is creating the vision. And there's always going to be those times where we're getting whispers and it's up to us to listen. And if we don't, there's going to be a time where we've got to do a major reset. And so maybe you're in that, or maybe you've been getting those whispers, but those little days that you feel like those, those are off days or down days or those types of things, instead of looking at them as bad, look at them as alignment tune-ins. Look at them as moments to get real with yourself. Look at them as moments to ask yourself, where am I out of alignment of my truest authentic self? Because we all have those moments and they are a gift for us and we can use them to grow if we choose to. And so here's to 2023 and beyond for my five years going into six. And I'm excited to see the growth for that. And I'm knowing that there are going to be lots more one days and 10 days in my future. And I trust that there was something in here that you got to be reminded of, to hear, to sink into that could be really powerful in your journey this year. And that you get to be reminded that each and every one of us are human. Each and every one of us are going to go through these stages. We're actually meant to go through and support each other through them. And so honor yours, know that I'm honoring yours and that we are all the same when it comes to our humanness. And so I love you. Have an amazing day and I'll see you on the next episode of Grace on Fire. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. If you are wanting to make sure you don't miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And because we are all about impacting and supporting others, if this is something you know that a friend or someone else would definitely get benefit of it, be sure to share it with them. Here's to living another day as grace on fire.